your trusted source for local breaking news and what to make of it all. It's Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the Morning. Joining me on the line now is uh, a gentleman who I'm very, very excited to uh, to speak to. As a former communications person, if uh, if this gentleman came up in your uh, in your phone calls and uh, hi hi, it's Paddy Manning. I uh, just want to talk to you about X Y Z. You would shake in your boots. I can tell you that much. Paddy is an experienced award-winning journalist. He's worked with ABC, Crikey, the Sydney Morning Herald, you name it, he's been there. He's already the author of three books, Born to Rule, which is the unauthorised biography of uh, Malcolm Turnbull, the one that we're all aware of here in Newcastle on the Hunter, Boganair, The Rise and Fall of Nathan Tinkler, and, uh, of course, What the Frack, which was everything you need to know about uh, coal seam gas. But in his new book, The Successor, he's certainly taking that next step and going after yet another giant. Joining me on the line now from Sydney, it is Paddy Manning. Good morning and welcome. Thanks, Tracy. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Now, uh, obviously, background briefing and, and all of the, the work that you uh, that you did with uh, with ABC, you had all of the research there, didn't you? It kind of just made sense for these, these books to roll out of you. Oh, it's, yeah. I mean... It- it, it was, it was a good, definitely a good experience working at the ABC, and I loved um, the you know all the craft skills around you know scripting radio um, investigations and learning all those um, you know to do a long form uh, investigation. It was a fantastic experience. But I've been yeah for the last couple of years just working away, writing a bit here and there for the Saturday paper, but working away on this unauthorized biography of Lachlan Murdoch. I just um, I just feel like uh, there's been a hundred books about. Rupert, mm. um, but this is the first biography of Lachlan, and Lachlan is clearly the guy in charge now, um, and uh, although I think that the public debate is, is yet to realise uh, you know, the, the extent to which Rupert has really stepped back, and it is Lachlan running the empire now. Which is uh, it brings us obviously to uh, to the the court case that's happening, well, about to happen against Crikey at the moment. Um, you know, basically naming Lachlan and Fox News, well, naming Fox News, but not Lachlan. That's the whole point of the of the court case. But uh, you know, he really has uh, has allowed that Fox News to continue along its way and continue its uh, its such right wingness, and and that's really interesting because we don't really know Lachlan's political persuasions, do we? Uh, no, we don't. He he keeps his own views to himself. His his view is that if he, as a proprietor and you know chief executive of Fox Corporation and um, you know co-chair of um, News Corporation, if he starts kind of spouting off his personal views, they'll be parroted around his media empire um, by editors, producers, journalists, and that that leads to everyone singing from the same song sheet and that stifles diversity of opinion and so he keeps his views to himself um, and that's partly why you need I, I think it, you need a book length kind of um, you know examination of of who he, who he is now, where he's come from, and, and, you know, where he might take the media empire um, from here. And I think, yeah, he has... It, it's a business strategy, ultimately, for Fox News um, in the United States. The amount of money they've made out of the um, record spending in these midterms, for example, uh, it's it's profit. straight. It's straight to the bottom line for Fox News. And in the Murdoch mind, uh, Fox News is the only um, major channel that is... Um, a, addressing our centre-right audience. And Lachlan believes that 
um, that's essential for lifting. He believes that that lifts the quality of debate in in the United States. Now, I think that's debatable, uh, but he be- but 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 he's right that. Um, you know, uh, for example, when, and this is a case that he likes to raise, and it's something that's probably going to be investigated um, if the Republican Party does win a majority in the House, um, uh, Hunter Biden's laptop. That's a story that wouldn't get any oxygen uh, anywhere else but in the Murdoch media. And uh, and so, you know, he, he's not without... Um, He's got two good reasons, I suppose, um, for for allowing a a centre right kind of um, Fox News channel to continue to kind of make money. Um, I think that where where the, where the boundary is, is is when you start getting into misinformation, whether it's climate change or the big lie uh, or the um, you know. Uh, Vaccine, you know, the handling mm-hmm. of uh, the pandemic by, by by Fox News is pretty um, pretty destructive. So, so um, yeah. But on the Crikey case, I mean, that's a that's a very uh, that's a, before the court, so it's kind mm-hmm. of unwise to comment. Correct. Uh, but but uh, yeah, I mean, that's obviously going to be an important um, test for um, public interest journalism in in Australia, given that uh, test case, because. Um, that's the first time this new Section 29 um, de- defence um, of public interest mm. is going to be, um, you know, uh, tested by the courts. We're all sitting waiting with bated breath for that one, my friend, I can tell you that. Now, he's yeah. 51 years of age now, which uh, for me, I just find that it just reinforces how old I'm getting now, to be honest, because, you know, he was always, he was the young buck, he was the handsome young uh, young media mogul, you know, he went out on his own a couple of times, he fell out with his father, um, you know, he fell out with his, with his brother, but then he was welcomed back into the fold. How hard was that for, for the Murdoch family and for Lachlan to go back into the fold, especially after some of those really big failures? You know, Wantel, um, he had some, some big failures. How hard was it for him to go back into the family? Uh, it, it was something that he took a lot of time before he agreed to do it. Um, it the, the essential context um, is the phone hacking scandal that really erupts in 2011 mm. uh, in the UK, where um, James uh, Murdoch, his younger brother, uh, was the chief executive of News International, which was the UK arm of News Corporation. And um, at that time... Uh, Rupert, you know, that split the family and ended up splitting the company um, and uh, is the biggest crisis the Murdoch have ever faced mm-hmm. without question. And uh, at that time, Rupert and um, his uh, oldest um, daughter with um, his second wife, Anna, uh, Liz, uh, were both gunning for James to, um, you know, be sacked. Mm-hmm. And Lachlan flew over to London, um, and so did Anna, um, their mother, um, to kind of stay Rupert's hand, and in the end, James wasn't sacked. But but James was tarnished, even though he had nothing to do with the phone hacking. He wasn't responsible for the newspapers when it happened. Uh, but he was tarnished by, as much as anything else, the response uh, of News International to the story. Uh, and Lachlan becomes sort of the last man standing, really. Liz, you know, phone hat, Liz dissociate, was about to join the board of News Corporation at that time and then decides not to. She has a, gives a, it's known as a McTaggart lecture um, to the entire media industry. It's an annual thing, a very big do um, 
in um, a very big deal in uh, England, and she kind of took a shot at the at her own company, at her own family, um, in 2012. And so she's not been part of the Murdoch Empire in in that sense ever since. And and so that just leaves Lachlan. Mm. And Lachlan had to, you know, he had had those failures of one tell and, you know, he's involved with Super League, which is a very costly exercise for, um, you know, News Corporation. Um, uh, and he had a, you know, disastrous investment in Channel 10 alongside his, his friend James Packer. But, um, but, uh, Lachlan had had some wins as well, which are less, sort of less well known. You know, he, he was the one that had, uh, you know, in, uh, urged News Corporation to invest in realestate.com.au, which turned into a giant mm-hmm. uh, in, in the digital real estate. And he also, while he was setting up his own private firm, uh, bought uh, the commercial radio network Nova um, off the you know Daily Mail group. And um, that was a success. And so Lachlan had a view that, um, I mean, he loves Australia. He was based here uh, of the Murdoch, of the three Murdoch kids, um, uh, to Anna, he is the only one that really has spent significant amounts of time he- here, and he didn't really want to go back to the states. Mm-hmm. He didn't really want to go back to the Murdoch Empire. He he stayed on the board of News Corporation, but he had quit all executive roles when he walked out um, when he was frustrated by Roger Rails in two thousand and five, um, and and uh, Peter Chernin, which is another whole story. Yeah. Uh, so he had to be really lured back. To the company, and and the way I was, it was explained to me was that he needed to hear from Rupert um, that uh, instead of you know Rupert being the sort of bestower of opportunities like you know career advancement or you know money, um, he in this case he needed Rupert to say something along the lines of I need you to do this for me, <sighs> and so for, so. He, anyway, he does. You know, those conversations happen over over a drawn out period between Rupert and Lachlan. In the end, he does agree to go back, uh, and he's been sort of taking increasing responsibility really ever since, uh, to the point where he's now the chief executive of Fox Corporation. Paddy, one of the uh, the untold success stories, I suppose, of, of Lachlan is his uh, is his marriage to uh, to obviously former former model Sarah O'Hare. That has been such a success, hasn't it? I mean, he's been married since nineteen ninety nine. When it comes to the Murdochs, that that you know, and, and it comes to you know, you have a look at his his, his mate James Packer. You know, that really she really has been a strength underneath him, hasn't she? Yeah, absolutely. He says he says as much himself that mm-hmm. they have had a uh, terrific, um, you know, uh, marriage. I mean, their twentieth wedding anniversary in in twenty nineteen was a real social marker. Actually, it was um, uh, they had it at the Bondi Icebergs, you know, fancy restaurant at the above the pool there, and uh, and you know Tony Abbott turns up and Andrew Forrest and Ryan Stokes and you know um, Joe Hockey then the US ambassador and. Uh, you know, um, it was, uh, yeah, they have had a very solid relationship. I mean, I have to say, um, in writing the book, that there was kind of a red line around Lachlan's family. I think that's fair enough. I don't, mm. and I, I wasn't, you know, writing a book about her, yep. um, and certainly not writing a book about his kids who are entitled to, um, you know, their privacy. Um, you know, they're not public figures at all, and... Yeah, so I, so I, I, I kind of, um, yeah, I just, you know, because one of the interesting questions is, will Lachlan and Sarah's kids now go yes. become a fourth generation mm. of Murdoch media moguls, you know? That is the um, big question, and, isn't it? 
Yeah, and, you know, so by this age, I mean, his three kids are in, you know, their teenage years, and um, and by this time, um, in their own lives, um, Liz, James and Prue had all done internships at various parts of the business, you know, but when I did ask, look, just, there's only one thing I want to know about the kids. Are they are they interested in being in the media business? And the response I was given, well, no, they haven't done internships because it's been COVID. You know, so yes, yeah. Um, yeah, no one's been going into the office, so there's no question of kind of doing that kind of um, you know that kind of little uh, apprenticeship. I mean, Lachlan describes his um, uh, whole career as an apprenticeship to Rupert, and so I think it's a fair question whether um, you know. Uh, Lachlan and Sarah's kids will then be, you know, uh, little apprentices um, themselves. And it will be great to see the fourth generation, uh, unlike the Fairfaxes. It'll be great to see the the fourth generation uh, roll out. Very quickly, my final question to you, Paddy. What happens when Rupert dies? Well, uh, this has been the thing that has got the the most interest, actually, out of the book, is the possibility that when Rupert dies, because the way the Murdoch Family Trust works, at the moment, Rupert and Lachlan control the empire with um, five votes. Rupert's got four, and Lachlan's got one. And uh, all of the kids have one each, so all of the four oldest kids. So that makes eight votes, mm-hmm. and Lachlan plus Rupert equals five, three. But there is a very strong possibility, I'm told, um, but when Rupert dies, the three other siblings, that's uh, Prue, the eldest daughter from Rupert's first marriage to Patricia Booker, uh, and Liz and James will align to try and bring, uh, to roll Lachlan basically for control of the uh, empire and bring, um, and bring, you know, Fox News in particular, but all of the Murdoch, Murdoch businesses back to something like the middle. And uh, what, what I was told is that their intention is to um, assert control of the trust and do it in a way that, quote, uh, enhances democracies mm-hmm. around the world rather than undermining them. And I think that's mm-hmm. a, that's a, so there's a collision course that yeah. family are on, uh, at, it seems, at this point. And you know what? I don't have an issue with that. I, uh, I think Lachlan has done a great job, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, the bottom line is, is what the bottom line is. But, you know, the, the way that the climate deniers, the, you know, it's just some of the most ridiculous... Election deniers. Oh, all of it. You know, it is just ridiculous what, what's been done to democracy, what's been done to the environment in the name of, uh, of Murdoch Press. You know, it, it is just uh, reprehensible. Look, thank you so much for your time. I could talk to you for hours and hours. Thank you. Thank I you really too. appreciate it. Um, obviously, the successor is available in all bookstores everywhere everywhere and online and audio and uh so ebook and audiobook if you do you you read it yourself no no but it's an australian uh which i was glad oh that's great well listen we need to catch up again soon because uh, i definitely think we need to see a part two of boganair because he's certainly the rise and fall he's certainly trying to rise again so there's uh there's a story there my friend yeah thanks tracy (laughs) thanks my pleasure stay safe Okay. Bye-bye. That is uh, Paddy Manning, who is the author of The Successor. It is a fascinating read. I thoroughly recommend it to you. It is uh, it is great. If you loved Boganair, then you will certainly in uh, you really really enjoy The Successor. Newcastle in the morning covers the big stories that matter the most to you. The local issues often neglected. Tracy Mack's plain talking, no nonsense approach will get your morning off right. Talking news, sport, entertainment music, lifestyle and more covering what you
you need to know and even some of the stuff you didn't. It's Tracy Mack with Newcastle in the morning. Weekdays from 9 to midday, only on Newcastle Live.